0: You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com, which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content. Here is your host, Rami Alajil, author and CEO of People Processes.
1: Today we are talking about a new notice from the Department of Labor. Uh, It's about FLSA. It's a clarification letter. It's the 11th of this year, and it's very interesting to me. I hope you find it interesting as well. And if you do, please take a moment to thumbs up this video, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, leave a review. It makes a huge difference to us. All right, let's dive in. A little background. The Fair Labor Standards Act exempts from its overtime pay requirements certain employees of retail or service establishments. The exemption applies to any employee who works at a retail or service establishment, whose regular rate of pay exceeds one and a one-half times the federal minimum wage, and whose earnings in a representative period are composed of more than 50% commissions, okay? now. The United States Supreme Court recently held that exemptions under the FLSA deserve a fair rather than narrow interpretation because the exemptions are as much as part of the FLSA's purpose as the overtime pay requirement itself. Uh, this was uh, the Insinio Motor Cars versus Navarro case, uh, came out in 2018. <clears throat> the WHD, the Wage and Hour Division, applies a fair reading standard to all exemptions of the Fair Labor Standards Act, including this 7-2 exemption which is the uh, one we're talking about here, the retail exemption. So, uh, a client, a a lawyer wrote in on behalf of a client and a letter was written in response by the wage and hour division, and that's what we're gonna be talking about here. Here's how it works. The client was a private oil service company, oil field service company, that provides waste removal services for oil field operators. Regarding whether the Fair Labor Stand Act's retail or service establishment exemption applies to certain truck drivers, who work for that client. That's what we're trying to figure out here. So a little background. The client employs truck drivers at three different establishments and pays the driver solely on a commission basis to transport fluid waste from customer oil field locations to disposal facilities. The client pays each driver 27% of the gross revenue received by the client for each truck driven, regardless of how many hours are worked each week. Each driver works approximately 60 hours each week scheduled as 12 hour shifts, five days a week. The inquiry letter represents that the regular rate of pay for each driver exceeds one and a one and a half times the federal minimum wage. So the question is, these people are paid 100% commission, but they're drivers. Are they retail drivers? Do they fall under this exemption? Let's see what the WHD has to say. The letter states that the entirety of the earnings of the client's truck drivers consist of commissions. Their regular rate of pay exceeds one and one half times the federal minimum wage. Thus, the truck drivers would qualify for the section two exemption, if uh, the section seven two exemption, if the client is a retail or service establishment. So, what does that mean? To qualify as a retail or service establishment, the business must engage in the making of sales of goods or services. That's part one. So, you got to be making goods or services, and engaged in the sale of it. Two. 75 percent of its sales of goods or services or both must be recognized as retail in a particular industry and what is retail we'll get to that in a second and three not more than 25 percent of its sales or goods or services or both may be sales for resale so that's the difference between retail and wholesale is really that distinguishment so the question is uh, is this a, a retail uh, organization it's more than 75 percent of their services retail so Here's what they said based on the information provided in the letter and insofar as the waste removal industry recognizes the services that the client provides as retail and its waste removal services are not different from services furnished to the general public it appears that your client satisfies all three requirements of a retail or service establishment one they engage in the marketing and the making of sales and goods and services yep as the letter indicates the client uh, removes oil-filled waste from the customers and well, uh, customers uh, oil well locations and transports it to a disposal facility that satisfies the sales of goods or services requirement. That the client sells waste waste removal services to commercial entities does not change the conclusion. Uh, There's a case on that that we recently went over, the Idaho sheet metal workers versus something, I can't remember. Um, But it says that basically the sales to a business purchaser are retail sales as well, as long as that's the end user. As has been previously noted, courts have repeatedly held that businesses may qualify as retail or service establishment when their customers are predominantly commercial entities. Uh, it doesn't have to be residential. Okay. Step two, 75% of its sales of goods or services, or both, must be recognizable as as retail in the industry. So what does that mean? Well, the second requirement for a retail or service uh, piece has two components, 75% of the establishment sales must be recognized by the industry as retail, and uh, second, this is how they put it in the law, the establishment must have a retail concept. As to the first requirement, the client didn't state that, or the guy who wrote the letter didn't state whether the client's waste removal services are currently recognized as the industry in retail. The way the WHD put it is that the retail concept could be set forth um, this way. Basically, if it's sales, if, if you sell goods or services to the general public, you serve the everyday needs of the community, at the very you are at the very end of the stream of distribution, you dispose in small quantities its products or or skills, and you do not take part in the manufacturing process. That's what retail means. If you're a manufacturer, it doesn't apply. If you're crea- but if you're and if you're selling like to one giant client a billion items, that doesn't count either. Until recently, the department's regulation uh, listed specifically waste removal contractors among a list of establishments and a bunch of others that just weren't retail for some reason um, because they lacked a retail concept. On May 19th, 2020, just a little while ago, the department withdrew that list, in part because numerous courts have questioned its reasoning. For instance, one court of appeals criticized the list as an incomplete, arbitrary, and essentially mindless catalog. Uh, Another noted that it does not appear to flow from any cohesive criteria. Uh, So with that withdrawal, the WHD now just simply applies analysis to all establishments to determine their retail concept. So reading that section 7.2 exemption uh, consistently, establishments that have been listed as lacking a retail concept, including waste removal contractors, may now qualify uh, as retail or service establishments. So um, under the information that have been provided Basically, the WHD says, hey, we think you've met this criteria. Services that are performed for a commercial user may satisfy the general public criteria so long as they do not require the use of specialized facilities or equipment, and the services are not that different from the services provided for the general consuming public. Since uh, this person, drivers pump liquid waste at commercial oil fields into tanks and then haul those tanks to the disposal sites, and according to the follow-up, they ask some more questions, the trucks are equipped with a durable trailer, all this kind of stuff, heavy-duty hoses. Based on the information, the WHD is saying, hey, this satisfies the general public criterion if the cl- trucks themselves and the equipment uh, are not overly specialized for their current use, and whether the services there are that different from the kind of waste removal services offered to the general public. Waste removal services where truck drivers transport liquid waste from location to where it's disposed is used by the general public, Uh, including residences. So rural homeowners routinely hire professionals to pump liquid waste and transport the waste to disposal facilities. So that would fall under it. Again, as long as the client's services are similar to those sorts of general services, it's going to satisfy that retail requirement. Um, And the other question is, are they at the end of the stream of production? Well, The oil field operators are the end customer of the waste removal services, right? They're not taking the waste removal services and repackaging it and selling it to someone else, right? It's just, they're the end user. Sales to them are sales for resale. resale. Uh, You may or may not meet the criterion for small quantities, disposing in small quantities, right? Doing the individual item in small quantities. Again, depending on how the trucks and the quantity of waste they remove compared to those typical in general consumer waste services. And finally, uh, your client does not take part in the manufacturing process. So, since because of these things, the WHD says it sounds like you got a retail concepts. So, therefore, um, as long as they don't spend over twenty-five percent in resale, which in this case is easy, right? That's the third criterion, um, or in 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 a wholesale basically. So all their stuff is 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 a finalized. So they conclude that the client provided that it is a waste removal services that are not that different from services funded to the general public. Its services are recognized as retail within the waste removal industry. The trucks themselves are not that different than what's used for general public, and that the amount, of the quantity used at each site is relatively similar to a uh, retail service provider would qualify as a retail or service establishment. If they qualify for that, then because they pay their employees majority commission, those employees would be exempt. If, however, they don't, then they need to review this to make sure that they're tracking the hours of those workers, those workers are entitled to overtime and minimum wage payments. would be a big deal. So, the WHD laid out a great set here. Now, what? how does this apply to your business? You're probably not a waste removal contractor. I understand that. Things change quite often, and you have to keep a close eye on how compensation works inside your industry, especially if you're ever going anything other than hours plus overtime. As soon as you start getting into piecework, commissions, flat salaries, you have to watch the developments inside your industry and in the law to make sure that you're remaining compliant. It can't just be a set it and forget it thing. This would definitely have been illegal in April of this year. But after May, 20th or 8th, I can't remember the date. Then it becomes, then it's likely it could become legal. So that's a big change just in one year. The retail service establishment is an important thing to understand as well. If you're not a retail servicer, if you're not a retail or ser- uh, establishment, paying your employees full commission is not an exempt thing. That doesn't make them exempt, right? Um, so there's a lot of close things. There's an outside sales exemption to this, which is a whole different kind of test, but. Retail service exemption would not apply uh, to most businesses that say uh, package their things for resale, don't have a retail uh, concept, uh, aren't bought by the end user, all those certain pieces. So something very important to think about. That's another distinguishing factor in how your business is set up. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you learned something. Hope you found this as, as, you know interesting. If you did, please drop us a thumbs up, review this episode on your podcatcher of choice, and check us out at peopleprocesses.com. If you subscribe on there, we have special subscriber-only content that I would love to get to you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at People Processes. Go to peopleprocesses.com, subscribe, and get some of our subscriber-only content. And if you got something out of this, make sure you share it with anyone you know. Thank you for tuning in. Now it's time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.